1: Welcome to the very first episode of Land Grant Holy Land's I-70s football show, where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday, breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. I am your host, Jordan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dante. Dante, how you doing? I'm
0: good, Jordan. How you doing?
1: Man, I'm all right. It's about to be a long weekend for me. Football's getting close. I mean, there's nothing else you can ask for.
0: Never lied about the football being close. I'm excited, especially since basketball just ended.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is the time of year where I'm just like scouring through every media outlet ever, including Bleacher Report still to figure out like every little bit of news about every football team I follow and some that I don't because I'm a freaking fiend. <laughs>
0: I've actually been taking a break from sports, but I'm excited to get back now.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what the break is. If I did, probably wouldn't be on this. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the very first I seventy football show. Um, very excited to to be able to work on the entire Big Ten and not just Ohio State, and really just talk some good football. Um, so for the first four weeks, uh, in in the in the time where every everyone's at two a days, everyone's at football camps, where we're hearing all of the rumors of who's starting and who's getting injured and uh, which coaches on the hot seat. We're gonna take our turn around the Big Ten and preview every single team. Um, it is a Big Ten show, so that means we do have to talk about Rutgers and Illinois and you know everyone. But uh,
0: I'm excited. And why you why you bring them up like that? Like I mean, <laughs> like they're they're
1: in the Big Ten.
0: I mean, yeah, you never know, man. They they might surprise us. I I
1: mean, if, if they were in the Big Twelve, we wouldn't be talking right now. So for the structure of the show, for all of our new listeners, because everyone's a new listener, uh, for the first episode, the first four episodes, we're going to be breaking down everyone in the Big Ten. So we have them broken down into four categories. We have them non-bowl teams. Anyone that we predict is going to get less than six wins. We have our bowl teams. Then we have our ranked teams, so the teams who are going to challenge a little bit may end up in the top 25 or start in the top 25. And then our last one is going to be our Big Ten contenders. Um, If you were wondering where Ohio State fit in, they're going to be in the Big Ten championship contenders. I don't think that's surprising anybody. Not at all. So
0: you want to to go ahead and get started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could get started. So first team we got here, talking about Maryland. They uh finished the season last year, and of course everybody knows there wasn't a full season due to the uh um pandemic. They finished last year two and three. Uh, I don't see them doing any better than that, honestly. Like maybe two more wins. Uh, it's Maryland. It, it's Maryland.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean Maryland. We all know is in the Big Ten for money. Um, pretty much they're, they're they're getting that that easy 50 mil to do nothing but prop up ohio state penn state and all the other teams
0: um, i would love to have that just an easy 50 mil for no reason
1: i mean come on now like you don't even have to win you just show up just show up wow That's, you don't
0: even have to be good just watchable
1: you barely have to be watchable like honestly like you barely have the criteria was like no, okay, you're right. You have to be watchable. You got to be watchable. Yeah, because they came into the Big Ten because of the TV market. So, like, someone has to watch you.
0: Yeah, like, someone has to want to watch you. I don't know who was watching them before, but I guess we got them for that reason. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, at, at least, I mean, they did the little Oregon thing with Under Armour, so they do have the uniforms, which is cool.
0: Yeah, um, they, they got some nice, uh, they got a nice stadium, too.
1: Yeah, They're yeah. Expensive. And I mean, they're actually so Maryland is actually interesting to watch. They're not good, but they're interesting to watch. Uh, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna start talking about them, they do have uh, Tua Tagovailoa's little brother. Um, yep. And I'm doing an absolutely terrible job already because I don't know his name, and I feel like it's really kind of like disrespectful to call him Tua's little brother. But also, I don't know his
0: name. I don't know his name either. I promise I'm-
1: you, we are going to get better at this.
0: Oh yeah, by, but, by by, like episode three, we're gonna be honest. Yeah,
1: are we gonna be better because we we're doing better? Or are we gonna be better because
0: their teams are better? That's the real question. Oh, his name is kind of close to Tua's. It's Leah.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's Tuaia Tangovalu. He was actually. Did you watch him last year?
0: A he, little bit. A little bit. He, he was uh, actually
1: interesting. He's a good quarterback.
0: Look, just he played. He kind of played just like his brother.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He plays with like he plays just like his brother. He was he was at Alabama, but uh, he was never going to play at Alabama of once they gave not. the jo- the job to Mac Jones. Uh, so he transferred here because Maryland's head coach coached at Alabama, and I think helped recruit. That's, him.
0: that's why. Okay, because I was about to be like why. Yeah.
1: How do you go from Alabama to Maryland? Maryland, like you could have yeah. went to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> or stayed in the sec there's got to be an sec team that could have used him he's good he's fun to watch like to your point of being watchable he is actually fun to watch uh there's just really not much else around the team um Like you said, they didn't do good, too good last year. They're, no one's really projecting them to do too good this year. The one thing that I will say, the one thing I do feel safe,
0: uh, oh, oh, their red zone touchdown percentage is just atrocious. Oh my goodness!
1: Yeah, it's 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 very bad. Um, the 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 one thing that I will say about them is they're gonna be fun to watch,
0: um, offensively, defensively, and I'm 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 a defensive guy. I played uh, safety in high school and stuff, and it's, I know it's gonna be that's gonna be hard to watch. They're gonna give up a lot of points.
1: Yeah, they are. They they have they have no one on their defense, um, but offensively they're gonna be really really fun, and I think they're gonna be a team that's like. Except, you know, except maybe against like Ohio State, Wisconsin, whatever, but like everyone else, like, let's be honest, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I don't, they're gonna put a scare in every other team that's not like the top teams, and they're not a team that you want to have a bad day on. Um, I, I think that they're talking gonna to you, so- Michigan. <laughs> yes, <laughs> because I like, I'm not gonna call it. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to call it. But I would not be surprised if they beat Michigan. To be completely honest, because Michigan is a team, as mm-hmm. we all know, who likes to have bad games and who likes to play down the competition. Yep. Um. And so they're going. Actually, no. I. I lied. I did call them beating Michigan. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, no. Whoa, 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 I, <laughs> I lied. I definitely have them beating Michigan. Okay. So that's going to be, yeah, because I, I, I have no faith in Michigan. We're, Michigan is not on this podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we have them a little bit higher. We do think they're going to get to a bowl game. So you won't hear from uh, too much about them today. But I do have Maryland beating R- Michigan because I like, they're going to be, there's a difference between like, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. You can tell me if I sound stupid, but there's a difference between like bad and just not very good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like I don't think they're gonna be a bad team like I just don't think they're gonna be very good like they're, they're
0: gonna be coached well but just not have enough talent for yeah that, like that's the thing I
1: think they're gonna lose most of their games by being out talented mm-hmm. versus just being a straight bad team and if they were you know I would imagine it, maybe not the AAC because like Cincinnati and stuff is really good but if they were a group of five program they'd probably be good it's just they're in the big ten and they have to play Ohio State Michigan Penn State. Like they have to play Indiana, all those teams all, them, all the time, yeah. and but hey, would you rather be? Let's be honest. Would you rather be in a, a, a conference with no TV deal and be good? I'd be in the Big Ten, lose, but get fifty million dollars a year.
0: I, you know, you said the fifty million. That's all I heard. That's uh, that's all I needed. That's all I need. It doesn't matter. <laughs> fifty million. That's gonna go to. Uh... None of the players, but hey No,
1: no Actually, So this is unconfirmed And I don't even remember where I heard this from So it it probably means absolutely Literally absolutely nothing But I did hear that there's a chance that the SEC And their new media deal Is going to put in a clause Where some of the money goes to the players
0: What?
1: And the Big Ten's deal comes up around the same time So if the SEC did it The Big Ten would do
0: it too yeah they they'd be kind of forced into doing that yeah really. i
1: don't think it would be like a significant thing but i mean i would love to see that like you're making i mean i don't I like i keep saying 50 million but it's a little bit more than that but like if we just use the number 50 million right just as a base that doesn't include the playoffs anything just off of off of the tv deal you times that by 15 because there's 14 programs and the big 10 conference get a cut they're making seven hundred and fifty million dollars a year from as a conference from their
0: ESPN and Fox deal. By being mediocre at best.
1: Like you're telling me you can't like give, you know, five or ten percent of that and split it across the players? And that's still
0: nothing. Like that like five like, percent of seven seven hundred and fifty million is nothing. It's,
1: it's nothing. nothing. And like the players aren't gonna get rich of it, but like no one wants to no one but like fans and people who like actually care about other people want the players to get rich. And that's fine. Like they're not going to get rich in college football unless you're like a quarterback at Alabama or Ohio state. But if you gave them 10% and I'm not even going to pretend to do the math, but if you tried to, if you did 10% of that 75 million, you split that across every player on 14 teams, that's going to be like five to $25,000. Some it's going to be, something. it's going to be more
0: than that. It's, it's, it, it, it should. Cause what each team got about what? 82.
1: Eighty, yeah,
0: eighty-two to. I think it's it's eighty-five
1: scholarship. Like if you only gave it to eighty, if you only gave it to scholarship players, there's eighty-five scholarship players.
0: You're getting a good amount of money. Seventy-five million between what twelve teams is in the Big Ten, right?
1: Oh God, that's sixty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna do that. But if you gave them five percent, that's still thirty. That's still thirty thousand dollars. And if you give it to everyone on the roster, including walk-ons, which adds maybe like another twenty or so, it puts to like twenty thousand. But whatever the That's, number is,
0: because because what 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 the uh, poverty lines what twenty thousand annually, yeah. so you you get right around poverty line plus your name, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, because you're still a college student, so you're you're not making so ridiculous amount. of – Well, you might offer your name, like yeah. if your name's Chase Young or something like that, but but that's still. also
1: that's also a fair way for like the non-chase youngs to at least still be able to get something cuz you know like there's going to be a lot of players who don't really get any money because they're not a starter that's fine but if you if you split apart part of your DV, tv deal they get something they no get matter something. what because yeah. they're still going to the practices they're still having to do the homework the the you know report for all the days and do the pictures like the the studying like everything that the the required meals everything that's required as a college athlete they still have to do it and they're doing it with no scholarship so if you gave it to them twenty thirty thousand dollars a year for a player and it's ten percent of your media deal five percent of your media deal like and the media deal is gonna go up and it's probably not even seven hundred fifty. It's probably more than seven hundred fifty.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, especially as the school, you're getting money from other places besides yeah. the media deal. So it's like it that does nothing to your yeah. bottom line. It, you're nothing. spending more on renovations so you can make it seem like you don't make money. Right. So that
1: that doesn't include the Nike or Under Armour or Adidas money. It doesn't include the money from the college football playoffs. It doesn't include the money from, um, the it doesn't include money from boosters it doesn't include money from anywhere it doesn't include money like i don't know if i don't know if big schools do it but i know i can't and everyone listening we both went to Kent. there was like a small part of your student fees that went to athletics it doesn't yeah. include that
0: it's big big schools do that too because it's because it's supposed to pay for like if you using the faci- if you might use the facilities okay, and yeah. stuff like that so yeah all schools do it, i believe
1: so yeah, like no, they could do that. I don't I don't know if that's gonna be true. I don't don't listen, don't say, you know, I was listening to the first episode of the I seventy show and <laughs> Jordan promised that, you know, people are gonna the student athletes are gonna start getting some of their, their media deal. But I did hear that the SNC SEC is considering it and I really hope that they do, do that.
0: That would um, be that would be nice. It, it would be. Yeah. And
1: come on you're you're and, making back to maryland you're making these these kids suffer <laughs> if, <laughs> and we can suffer and lose no one likes to lose you could at least give them a piece of the pie yeah
0: a piece of the pie and then like i know a lot of people are so worried about like these kids spending their money wrong and stuff like that and it's like well i mean even when you even as a regular college student we still spent our money stupid so you're not yeah. gonna stop that I and took if you're my so last- worried uh, My bad. Go ahead. I
1: I took my last twenty dollars and bought New Amsterdam. That was not a good decision. (laughs) Terrible
0: decision. Awful. New Amsterdam. (laughs) Yeah, but my thing is, like, if you're so worried about that, make them take like an accounting, not accounting, but like, um, what's the word, like a budgeting or something type of class. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because if anything, I feel like all schools should make that a. a, You're going to make people take core classes so you can have them there for so long yeah that's every a part of it. everybody should be that should be a, that should be a requirement a budget class or something
1: like no that. i agree 100 and that's that's you know that's what with the nil and open doors and a lot of that kind of stuff a lot mm-hmm. of these schools are already doing things like that so i don't think you should like we, we don't count pockets here i don't think you should care what they spend their money on to be honest at as long all as it's not yeah. like illegal or like harmful of other people like in general, like what they're eighteen to twenty. What do what do we like? They're gonna buy shoes. They're gonna take. They're gonna go spend money on some girl, or like they're gonna go buy a PS five or an Xbox Series S if they can find Something
0: it. Something like that. If they um, get if they're making big money, like people at Ohio State, and Michigan might you might buy a stupid car, but you probably need it. So
1: yeah, like there's, <laughs> none of that's gonna be a problem. Like in my opinion, it's none of it's gonna be a problem. You're gonna buy video games, clothes, like. Your clothes you're never going to wear because you're just going to wear the free Nike stuff, but it doesn't matter like give them the money. But Maryland do you want to you want to go through the schedule. We both have Maryland uh, not 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 that great, um, but we can go through and, and give our one predictions. Um, once this, once the and, and i don't know if we if we said this but this this show as a whole right the goal is to recap and preview so these are all previews but when the actual season starts we're going to be talking about each game and there's going to be a competition so if you like the show and you want to get in early and this and decide what we're wanna, what we're going to do we're thinking of uh making the other person the loser who who doesn't pick the games correctly, um, wear a jersey of a team that they would never wear. So in my case, that would be Michigan. Uh, I'm going to burn it immediately. Um, <laughs> which jersey are you going to – if we do this, which jersey would you have to wear, Dante?
0: Oh, man. um, You know, it would, really, it, it, it would feel bad to put on probably Clemson. Just Ooh. because of like Dabo, I really I, don't like him. I really I don't hate Dabo. Maybe I, I'll put on a Clemson jersey. <laughs> like Clemson, if 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 I had to go, because i guys, I'm not I'm not the biggest Big Ten fan. I enjoy watching the football because it's Midwest football and that's a lot of hard hitting football. But uh I am an Alabama fan, so probably Ooh. Auburn. If I had to put on a terrible jersey that I definitely don't want to put on Auburn. But Clemson. Like it, it's really be Clemson. It it orange bright orange. It's just Ooh. ugly. Is man, Dabo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't wear that jersey with anything but blue jeans. And who <laughs> likes wearing like no one likes wearing jeans, bro. Like, no, not at all. All right, so let's go. Let let's go through Maryland's schedule
1: really quick. Uh, we have so they start out with WVU. We both have that as a loss. Then they play Howard. We both have that as a win. Uh, this, the first game we disagree on is Illinois. Uh, I have that as a win. You have it as a loss. Um, yeah. Why? Why do you think they're gonna they're gonna lose to Illinois?
0: So I think Illinois, um, in the same way, just like Maryland, might sneak get a, a few sneak wins on some people, especially in the lower tier teams. Between say those teams beating each other up, it's kind of like a toss up. But I think Indiana, in a way, could pull that out or not Indiana Illinois. Oops. Yeah, Indiana's definitely going to beat them if they play, but uh <laughs> Illinois, I think Illinois might sneak a victory. It'd be like something like 24-20, something like that. That's going to be a gross game. I'm going to watch it though. That's it's going to be a, it's probably going to be like real real sloppy cuz it's yeah. like week 3 and they still we still coming from that weird season from last year. So like yeah, it's going to be real hilarious to watch. For yeah, there's me.
1: gonna be a bunch of turnovers or something. Yeah.
0: So I, I have
1: them winning that one because honestly, like I think Illinois is gonna be is gonna be good in a couple of years, but I just think um younger to uh Tonga Valoa is gonna just go crazy. Like, he might have like 300 yards passing, 150 yards rushing, like this, four
0: interceptions. Like, that's, like <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be something that's why I think Illinois could pull that game out. because it's something like that.
1: Yeah. No, I, I could, okay. I could see that one. The next game they have is Kent State. Dante's not loyal to our alma mater. I'm sure uh, not. No. <laughs> yeah. He has them winning. I have Kent State beating. Um, Illinois, I, I Maryland, Maryland. I have them beating I, Maryland.
0: I gotta hear why. Besides the fact that we went there, I, like. okay.
1: So, have did you watch Kent State last year? No.
0: Okay. I watched a few games, but not, not so closely. So their
1: offense is literally amazing, which is the okay. stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. Because, like, I actually, like, I didn't get to play football in college because I injured myself. So I spent three years working with Kansas State's football team, and they couldn't get a first down if you paid them $50 million. And, like, now their offense is, like, really, really good. Like, really, really good. Like,
0: did like your archer days? It's good. better. Ooh.
1: Okay. It's like, it's literally like I think last year they averaged like 40 something points a game. Like their offense is just stupid. And so I just don't think that Maryland's gonna have like that's gonna be that's gonna be like that's gonna be like um a 51 48
0: game or like a 56-51 game. That that I'll give you. There will be no defense not, played in not, that game. Not at no.
1: all. And no. I just think, you know, while Maryland should be more talented and probably is more talented. I just think once the offense gets going, it gets going. And I, th- he doesn't have the name, but I think that Dustin Crum is possibly a better college quarterback. Um, okay. Than the younger Tua, a uh, younger Tagovailoa. So, it's, I mean, this game is going to be stupid. If there's not a hundred points scored, I'm going to be surprised. But I just think that uh, Kent State is going to be able to pull that out. I think I just be good I, this
0: can't, year. I can't see our school going to Maryland and winning. If it was, if they had to, have some weird reason to have Maryland come to Kent State. I I see where you're coming with, but. Like, there's going to be crowds at these games, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just can't see that happening.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Maryland should win this game. I just think that, like, I just think Kent State's really good. I think this is going to be a year. And I mean, it's a Big Ten podcast. So, like, we're not going to really talk too much about the Mac, maybe a little bit because they're a Big Ten junior. Um, but <laughs> I think that this is a year that, that Kent State can actually challenge for the Mac before their coach gets a Big Ten job. Like, their coach well maybe his offense does not really fit the Big 10 but I I think that this is the this, this is their coach's last year
0: well and that's if I think that would be really good for the Big 10 if he yeah. found a way to make it to one of these the uh lower ranked schools that we're going to talk about and bring that offense cuz yeah. it might not fit but if it if you bring that type of offense with the talent you might see a t- team like Illinois turn it around
1: I would I would love to see him at Maryland Illinois just hired Brett Bielema, and so, like, Illinois is about right. to go the Wisconsin route of, right. like, a million tight ends and, like, um, offensive linemen. But I would love to see him at Maryland.
0: Maryland. Um, and uh, like, I like Rutgers' coach. I, Rutgers, I watched them last year, and I kind of like their, the way they're going. So, not them. But, yeah, see, I see Maryland. That'd and and that's nice. It. Yeah, actually. that's the
1: hard thing about it this year is that – most of the most of the teams in the Big Ten just hired new coaches. Yeah. So like Michigan State's probably not going to fire their coach. He just got hired. Illinois' coach just got hired. Um, didn't Minnesota Greg just, get a just get a new... got hired at Rutgers?
0: Huh. I was going to say, didn't Minnesota just get a new coach?
1: Yeah, within like two. No, I think he's in his third or fourth year. Third.
0: So still fairly new. Yeah, but still like trying he... to get the culture there. Yeah,
1: they had that eleven and one record or something. So he just earned himself like another five years. Yeah, I'm like so. I'm there. Really, the only team that could fire a coach this year was maybe Maryland. And I just don't know if Maryland even cares enough the to fire the coach? coach.
0: I'm sorry. Michigan.
1: Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but, but Michigan's next coach is going to be Matt Campbell okay. from Iowa State. The, oh, yeah. I would love to see this dude at Michigan, too, but he just hasn't coached long enough. This yeah. is his first coaching job at Kent State. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, that makes sense then. So, like, he's going to have to go to, like, a, a, another school before he gets that one. Although Michigan knows nothing about hiring coaches, so he could get a job. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so we have it both losing to Iowa and Ohio State. Then they go on a buy. You have them beating Minnesota. I have them losing to Minnesota. I'm a lot higher on Minnesota than you are.
0: And, and, and you might be right. You probably – you probably are more right than I am on that one. Um, I'm probably still on, like, nostalgia with Minnesota. Like, they're not, they're not usually that good. But, see, that might be, like, the – that might be the week people get me in a Clemson jersey for real.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I, I feel bad for that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have them both losing to Indiana and Penn State. Those games are going to get ugly. And then yeah. I have them beating Michigan State. Um, you have them losing to Michigan State. I think this is just going to be a it's going to be an it's going to be amazing game if you like big ten football because it's going to be like a 17 to 14 game. Yep. It's, and it's
0: going to be where's that November? Ooh, it's, yeah, be it's rainy. No, <laughs> it's November.
1: It's going to be cold. It's, it's going to be terrible. cold.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a great game. Yeah.
1: And it's at Michigan State. So it's either going to they're going to have lake effect snow, it's going to be super windy and like negative degrees or it's going it's just going to be terrible.
0: I it, it i think it's gonna be like a rainy type of game
1: yeah and then the next week i have them beating michigan because michigan is all michigan is gonna lose michigan is gonna lose one of the maryland Rutgers, illinois type games and i think Mich i think maryland beat them last year and maryland just seems to have michigan they
0: to did know. beat them last year they um, did that was, I, I i think that was a joke i was talking about for a while
1: yeah. Yeah. They beat them last year. So Tragic. I, I have them doing it again. Cause I have no faith in Michigan. And then you have them beating Rutgers. I have them losing. So we both have them at four and eight, which should be enough to get Mike Lockley fired, but it's probably not going to be. Um, I just don't have any read on like, if they care enough, like, I, I just don't know like what it's going to take to get him fired. He hasn't really been good there, but because he has the sec connections and stuff, he's been recruiting a little bit better. Um, so like, I wonder if that, if that maybe is going to give him a little bit longer of a leash. I don't know, but we both, we have them both at four and eight, which, which is not good. It's the bottom of the big 10 and they're not going to be in a bowl game. Um, we probably did this wrong because of, of the, no, we have, we have a couple other teams that we think are slightly better. So let's go to a team that we both think is going to be worse. Purdue. Oof. Purdue is going to be hot garbage. They're just get like, there's, I have nothing nice to say about Purdue.
0: No faith, no faith.
1: No. And I'm not even just like, I'm, I promise you I'm not bitter about them beating Ohio state a couple of years. That ago. That was hilarious. Yeah. I'm not bitter. I just don't think they have anything worth like even mentioning. Um, I could I could just say that and just not say anything else. It's a Big Ten podcast, so we're going to talk about them. And Purdue does have like those times where they kind of surprise and, and different stuff like that. Um, I, I just I really just don't really I just don't have any faith on them. Um,
0: mm, no, I I I don't have any faith either. I just it's not that I don't have faith. I just think every other team in the Big Ten is better.
1: Yeah. I mean, last year, they ranked 73rd in scoring offense, like 70th in offense. They ranked 124th and hundred and twelve in rushing offense yards per carry. How are you a Big Ten team and you can't run the ball?
0: That's a few teams, though.
1: Yeah, okay. Cause, uh, but I, they're not all too, at the Not bottom. too
0: long ago, Northwestern couldn't really run the ball. yeah. And okay, so here's here this right? They number
1: they were number sixteen in passing oh. offense. Right? They threw the ball a lot. Yeah, but they were one hundredth in the explosive passing.
0: That's not good. No. Because so then you're just nickel, nickel and diamond. Yeah,
1: like where are you throwing the ball? <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Nothing but tight ends and crossing routes, really.
1: Literally. So I mean, I don't know. They have they have a a quarterback battle. Um They and have that, a UCLA. They have a UCLA transfer, Austin Burton, who's in the mix. Um, But, like, I just – I really don't have much to say. They're not good on offense. They're not good on defense. They were 60th in scoring defense. Like, they they allow 29 points per game. You're not going to beat anyone allowing 30 points per game.
0: Yeah, not at all. Uh, Not at all. And –
1: I yeah, they could
0: def- they could fling they could fling the ball down the field or not down the field they can pass the ball, but if that's all you can do, and you have to start off like that, like just to, to, to bring in like NFL the Steelers, they were throwing the ball a lot and it ended up backfiring at the end of the season, so I that's why I think like with Purdue like you might be able to get. You might get 500 yards offensively while 400 of it's passing, but you still lost by 20.
1: Yeah, and that and that's the thing that's going to happen. I don't think that their offense is going to be bad, but the other thing with yes. passing, especially in the Big Ten, is it gets cold. Like in anyone who's ever played football, that you know that bar that ball becomes a rock. Yeah, it's hard to throw. It's hard to catch. And then on top of that, it, it rains. Like right before it gets cold, it starts to rain. It's like. Big Ten, I love Big Ten football. Like, I remember playing football and playing in the mud and the snow and that kind of stuff, but you wanted to run. Like, even in high school, I mean, maybe Mm -hmm. not now. I mean, we got, like, I'm almost 10 years out of high school. You're almost 10 years out of high school. But back when we were playing high school football, we played with tight ends, like a lot of them, just because of the weather and different stuff like that. So it's it's just you want to be able to pass. You have to be able to pass. That's football today. But you also have to be able to run.
0: You got to control. You got to be able to control the ball and to control the clock, especially in the Big Ten. And that's that's like teams like Wisconsin, Ohio State do really, really well because they control the ball. And when you, you know, offense, especially when you are passing it, it's so unpredictable that hey, three passes and boom, you are only on the field for thirty seconds. Yeah. Now your defense, who's already kind of uh, in, is back on the field trying to be on there for five, six minutes because you only had it for thirty seconds. Yeah. It, it, it like. does
1: nothing. They were two and four last year. Um, they lost a lot of close games. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have any blowouts. And honestly, like it, it, looking at it, you know that's that
0: controlled the clock thing. That's... Yeah,
1: they they lost every game by less than by ten points or less. And I honestly feel like that's kind of going to be them this year. Um,
0: last don't year the ball over. That's good. Yeah,
1: last year they also didn't play the heavy hitters though. So that's kind of like that's kind of like a. That's kinda like a it's not really saying much. They played Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, Minnesota, Rutgers, and Nebraska. And they went two and four. Those are all bottom-tier teams for the most part. And none of them have powerful offenses. So their defense was bad last year, and they didn't play Wisconsin. They didn't play Ohio State. They didn't play Penn State. They didn't play Michigan. Like, I just they don't even think it's going to be. play Michigan
0: State. And they probably yeah. lost that game.
1: I don't think it's going to be a good year for them. Um, I really don't even have much else to say except I think it's going to be a, a rough year. The one question that I don't know if anyone has the answer to is what is enough, right? <clears throat> they have Jeff Brom as the head coach and a lot of people like him. Purdue is not a job that a lot of people want. No. He's had a couple of good years. He beat Ohio state. Those kind of things give you goodwill, but a, a season like we're both predicting, which we're going to get to like in, in 30 seconds, is that going to, do you think that's going to be enough to get him fired?
0: Um, how long has he been there? Oh, that's
1: a good question. He's been there for four years, since
0: 2017. Um, I've noticed the Big Ten isn't – a lot of schools in the Big Ten aren't really quick to let coaches go. If anything, they'll leave before they get let go. And I think that's a lot that happens a lot in college football. They like they usually just leave before they get a chance to get let go or fired. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll probably put them on a. It'll make I don't know if he'll get them fired, but next season it, it'll be rough. Like he'll yeah. have to perform at least probably not have a losing record next year just to try to keep his job if. If what we predict happens, yeah, because like, because I can kind of give them a pass now because it's after the pandemic, that's why I think a lot of people won't get fired, besides uh, what's the name from Michigan, (laughs) yeah. But but like, I think a lot of teams are going to give their coaches a, a year of leeway because of what happened last year. And I'm looking here on the defensive side, they got five new transfers that'll probably see some playing time, so they'll have to get the get used to the system, probably the area. Most of these people are coming from the South. So now you got to get used to the cold.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that's something that a lot of people weren't used to. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I, I agree. I don't think this is the year that gets him fired. Um, mm-hmm. Again, because who do you hire? <laughs> um,
0: I, You'll have to go look at, like, start picking people, like coordinators from the NFL at this point.
1: Yeah, like I mean, who do you hire? One plus, I mean, Iowa wasn't great last year, uh, but they did beat Iowa. The thing though is that they're, they're trending downwards, right? Um, they won, they won seven games his first year. They won six games his second year, but that's when they beat Ohio State and Iowa. Right. But then they won four games in 2019, and two years in 20, and two games in 2020. So he it's trending downward. If if what ha- and we we might as well just tell everyone what we predict. We both I have him going two and ten. You have him going one and eleven. Yeah. If that happens and it's not the pandemic, that means in five years he's getting worse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, he's definitely he hasn't improved, which is a problem. And I I think the biggest problem too is like with schools like Purdue and Maryland and stuff like that is like recruiting cuz if I'm going to go to the Big 10 I'm not even smelling especially if I'm good I'm not even smelling Purdue
1: yeah no the, but the other thing with that too is I mean Purdue is not Notre Dame right but right. it it's a school where the academics is important it's an engineering school mm-hmm. so and maybe i'm wrong and if i am someone can tell me but like they have they have some academic standards that like you can't just like surpass like i understand it's not notre dame it's not stanford it's not some of it's not georgia tech where like you have to but like there's not as much flexibility in some of the other places either uh and it's in like no it's just it's not a it's not a place that you really really want to go um and speaking, I mean, we talked about it. Um, Kent State's head coach, I don't know if he would leave Kent State for Purdue.
0: I wouldn't. So Especially like, if I win the MAC and maybe win a bowl game. Yeah. Because they, they want to, uh, we finally won a bowl game. Yeah. We, last yeah, year. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. You go two bowl games. If I'm leaving, I'm not going to Purdue. No. And that's the no. thing. Like,
1: again, who do you hire? Like, you can't even get Kent State's coach. And hypothetically, you can't even get Kent State's coach. So who like so I don't know I think I think he stays. You might have
0: to pull like Bowling Green's coach if you get him. From but Bowling A. Green's
1: terrible this year. Yeah, or they were last good, like, year, like two
0: years ago when they just hired that coach, I believe.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. It, it, it's not. It's not good. Uh, I, as I said, we have them two and ten one and eleven. Uh, we might as well just move on. We might as well tell everyone how how they're going to like how what games they're going to lose, uh, and then we can go on to the next team. Uh, so we both have them losing at Oregon State. We both have them beating UConn because you have to beat UConn. Um, you just have to. UConn should yeah, yeah, be, have a football program.
0: Yeah, I'm actually very surprised they do sometimes. <laughs> like every time I see them on TV, I go, what? that's a basketball school. Yeah, and it's kind of say, same. I, I used to do that with Duke, but Duke has been making a come up in their <laughs> football program. So now I can't even make that joke with them. But,
1: but like UConn's so bad. I'm pretty sure they're independent in football. They don't even have a conference I, they
0: anymore. They have to be independent. There's no yeah. way. It's
1: like, so why do you even have one? Just become a basketball only school.
0: Yeah, do every other school, every You're, other sport.
1: This, no one's gonna care about this, but us. Uh, do you remember when uh, Kent State threatened to be a basketball only school because the football <laughs> yeah. team was so bad? Yeah, <laughs> that was interesting. Um, <laughs> you know how bad you have to be to be a basketball only school, but we were bad, we
0: were really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were really, really bad, and it, it got to a point where I was even telling people, like, don't even like associate. To them, like make them earn friendship and stuff like that because, like, <laughs> why would you want to be friends with a loser? I'm like, that's weak. A... <laughs> Don't even be friends with the players, Don't that's even harsh. Be friends. <laughs> like,
1: I'm weak. Uh, so they're gonna get I'm not high on Notre Dame, but they're going to get curb stomped by Notre Dame. We both have them losing to Illinois and Minnesota, and then they get a bye and they're in the bye one and four. Oof. Uh, then they get beat by Iowa. They beat Iowa last year, but they're not going to beat them this year. I don't think so. They get absolutely curb stomped again by Wisconsin. They beat Nebraska. This is a game that they can win. This is a game they shouldn't win, but it's a game that they can win because Nebraska is just... At this point, Nebraska could have given up on the season, honestly. Who knows? they lost to Nebraska last year, but anything can happen at this point.
0: Yeah, because they lost... so. They lost to Nebraska by 10, which I, I think will happen again, but I think Nebraska would probably put up more points. Yeah. I I see so I see a lot of bad defense early this yeah. year. Which kind of happens a lot in the Big Ten, but especially this year. I think there's gonna be a lot of bad defense.
1: Yeah, they'll no, start I- off. I agree. Um, My second win comes against Michigan State. I just don't think Michigan State's going to be good. And Purdue is going to have a a good offense, um, or they should have a good offense. So I think this is a game that they can win. And then we have them both losing all the way out against Ohio State,
0: Northwestern, Indiana. First of all, that's a hard schedule. Yeah. No, they got one of the hardest schedules in the game.
1: They have – hold on. They have Indiana, Northwestern, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa – and Notre Dame.
0: So I'm seeing here that could potentially be ranked. One, two, three, four, five, six teams here that they gotta go get. Yeah. that could be potentially ranked.
1: And it may be. Did you count Oregon State?
0: Yeah. That was okay. one of the teams. Yeah. Okay, I was
1: gonna say because Oregon State's probably they may not end ranked, but they're probably gonna be ranked at the beginning at some of the point, season. Yeah. Oh my that is that's misery. That is that is hard. <laughs> Especially for a team that's not going to be good. You're playing almost all of the heavy hitters. You're yeah. playing the you're playing the four teams who rotate going to the Big 10 championship and yep. a team that won 11 wins in 2019. Like yep. you're playing Northwestern who was just in the Big 10 championship, Wisconsin who's always in the Big 10 championship, Ohio State which runs the conference. You're playing Iowa who is in that rotation,
0: Nebraska has been Nebraska's really been consistent in the Big 10. Indiana sometimes finds their way trying to uh compete. So it's- Oh, and
1: I forgot Indiana. The team like the the comeback team of the year who's supposed to be really good and people think is going to challenge. So you're playing are, you're playing potentially five of the six best teams in the Big 10 yep. because Penn State fits in there somewhere. Mm. Five of the best seven. If you want to include Michigan, if you still believe in Michigan somehow,
0: yeah. If they, like, some, if they find a way to surprise everybody, I promise you, I'll wear a Michigan jersey if they find a way to win eleven games. They're not going to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that at like nine.
0: <laughs> That's why I, I hedge my bet, nigga.
1: All right, so let's let's get off of Purdue because this is depressing. I, we apologize that your very first episode of the i seventy podcast is depressing because we have to talk about all the worst teams in the Big Ten. But also, if you're like me, you don't care because it's it's football. We're talking about football. We're talking about games, and they play football. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: they <laughs> they do they do field a football team. Yeah. Um, so to another team who's not going to be great. Uh, Dante's actually higher on them than I am. Um, Illinois. Um, Illinois just hired a new head coach, Brett Bielema. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. I think Illinois is going to be a fun team in a couple of years. I just think they're starting at square one. The one thing that they have to do, they have to recruit Chicago. And yeah. I don't know why. Like, yeah, their last coach didn't recruit Chicago at all. I'm losing his name for some reason. But he came from the NFL, and everyone thought he was going to be great because he came from the NFL. But let's be honest, NFL coaches don't do good in college, and vice versa vice in, versa, in yeah. most cases. So, like, he came in, he didn't know how to recruit at all, He and and he didn't even touch Chicago. And I understand, like, Chicago is not an amazing football school, right? Like, it's like state. It's basketball. I yeah. get that. It was Lovey Smith. I'm, I'm losing his name. It was Lovey Smith. From yeah,
0: the yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a terrible hire. Yeah,
1: it was absolutely terrible. Um, But I think with Brett Bielema, they're going to be better. Um, I think it's going to take some time, though. Uh It's going to be interesting. But I, I just think this year they're going to be really, really bad. But you disagree. So that's fine.
0: So because um, the thing is, I think Brett's going to have them playing very hard and that can get, that can win you a lot of games, especially that's close true. games. And I think they're going to have a good amount of close games where they pull, they'll they pull the wins out. Like, so, here I like yeah, there's a few games in here where I think, like, they'll just find a way to win because of just playing hard. They'll outwork certain teams.
1: Yeah, so I, I, I actually could see that. I think I think Brett Bielema is a really good coach. Um I think he's gonna do some good things. And and when I say good, I mean have them as a bowl team. Like they're yeah. never I don't think they're ever gonna make that random Indiana jump where we expecting them to, to contribute, but I could see them being six six to eight wins consistently, maybe one year if they have some easy non conference or are they surprised somewhere where they win nine games. But if you win mm-hmm. nine games at Illinois, build a statue.
0: That's a especially if you get a bowl win.
1: Yeah, like yeah. if you're t- if you're ten and three, nine games in a bowl win, and you go to a decent build a statue, and I, I think I think he's gonna get them there. I just don't think he's gonna get them there this year, um, yeah. but I I do think that this was a really good hire. Um, he really, I mean, he I mean, and he he's a Big Ten coach, right? You know, he has a little bit of a stain on him because he left the Big Ten and went to. Um, Arkansas or wherever you want. But and I'm not even mad at that. Uh, I think it was I think was it, it was Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think he was a Razorback coach.
1: And I'm not even mad at that like yeah. okay, you want to go to the SEC. Like the SEC has a draw whatever. They they Money. probably paid more. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But it didn't work. But that doesn't I don't think that I personally don't think that has anything to do with his success as a Big 10 coach, do you?
0: Um no. I I I think if anything it'll help. Because again, with uh, especially in the SEC, it's it forces you, it forces you to be tougher in a way. That's why I think that's why I think they'll have him have them, or well, he'll have them playing hard. Because uh, especially playing for you, the Razorback coaches, like you had to, you had to play hard just to not get blown out every game.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I agree. I mean, I agree with everything that you're saying. I just think that you think it's going to happen a little bit quicker than I do. Um, I I would not be surprised, though. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, especially because he had the full year. He had the full offseason. Um, and so I, I think they have a little bit of talent. Uh, I just don't I really just don't think Levy Smith was a good coach. Um especially compared to the last schedule that they had. Their schedule isn't super super hard, so there's some teams that are also kind of on the bottom that I had them losing to that they could win and, and kind of get closer to to what you have. Um but I really just think that I I think that they made one of the best hires last year, um, yeah. and, and I don't know when it's going to show, but when it shows, I think that they're going to be very happy.
0: Because I think I I definitely because they'll have him he'll have him running the ball mm-hmm. like he like they did in Wisconsin, and that's what I think. Especially in like two years, they'll have a running back by committee, mm-hmm. and I think that's how they'll uh, start getting their uh, Ws. But I do – I because I don't know if we can go to what uh, we predicted the records to be. Yeah. I now. So, I have them winning five games, five and seven, which isn't that far off of what you got at three and nine. But that's – and you had said that, like, some of the lower teams, they could you probably could see them winning against. Like, yeah. it could flip-flop, but I, I think they'll just find a way to win certain games that they could – they, like, should win or shouldn't win. Like, it's either – it's a toss-up.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm not as low on them as I am with, like, Purdue. And that, and that's the thing. Like, it wouldn't surprise – I think the only thing that would surprise me – and I know maybe this isn't that big of a difference, and so maybe I sound dumb. But the only thing that would surprise me is if they didn't get at least three wins. Like, if they only won, like, one or two games – and three win is not a good season, let's be honest. We, we all know that, right? But if they don't get a couple of wins, I think that would surprise me. But anywhere from like three to six wouldn't surprise me because there are some teams and there are some games that could go either way. Um, And I I predicted them as losses, but they don't have a super, super tough schedule. Um, Even their non-conference, it's people they should lose to technically, but they're, they're still winnable games. Like they're not playing Notre Dame. <laughs> so like
0: Yeah, yeah, true. My thing is so I just thought about it. Where is there potential to have games forfeited? Like in the NFL?
1: So they haven't they haven't said that. The only conference so far that's said that I think is the SEC. Um the Big Ten said that they're letting the schools come up with their own COVID plan and then they're going to meet before the season and kind of like combine them into something. But I guess like Kevin Warren, I don't think he wants to dictate things anymore because he did that last year and everyone hated it. So he's trying to be more collaborative or whatever, Um, but they haven't come out and said that games will be forfeited, forfeited, but I feel like you have to, there's no, there's nowhere in the schedule to make up games.
0: No, no because they couldn't even do that last year. So I Yeah. I, that's 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 where I could also see a lot of teams, especially like the lower teams either getting wins or not because I feel like the lower teams will probably have less um covid cases than the bigger teams because the bigger teams have bigger names and they're going to yeah. party. They're going to go out. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but maybe
1: I, it's the other way around. Maybe the lower teams have more because they're losing. I
0: mean, do you? I maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, again, it, remember I used to tell Kent State football players like, "Why are you out here? Go, go, <laughs> go to practice. Go to practice. Like, shouldn't go, you, go watch some film. Like, shouldn't
1: you be studying?
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't deserve to have fun, like." Yeah.
1: So, so one thing that's interesting, and, and shout out to Pick 6 Previews because that's where we're getting a lot of this stuff from, um, a lot of the like very, very detailed research. But one thing that I found that's interesting is looking at this is we're talking about Brett Bielema, right? And we're talking about what he's going to want to do. He's going to want to run the ball. And mm-hmm. they, were, they, they weren't they were amazing at running the ball, but it was significantly their best
0: thing. Like and He's a stretch. He's the stretch run player. He has the defense go inside the sign. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and so last year, right, they ranked 35th in rushing offense with 196 yards per game. Not they bad. they averaged 4.9, 4.8 yards per carry, which was 39th in the country. They averaged five yards on first down yards per carry, which was 43rd in the country and 31st in explosive rush. You can build off that. Yeah, like especially it sounds like
0: you have it there. It, yeah. it could be built on. There's a foundation.
1: And for someone who's gonna want to run the ball and who's gonna wanna slow down slow down the game, that means they have they have to have decent offensive linemen. They may not be exactly what he wants, but they have decent offensive linemen and they have Illinois always
0: produces back. Illinois always produces uh NFL talent at the uh offensive line position. Yeah. They usually have a lot of like good enough players going into the draft usually and having good careers. I think my favorite team got a got a guard from them sitting on the backup. Uh, I one I remember it's somebody uh, I think Detroit drafted a lineman from them. They 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 produce tackles and uh, guards pretty well.
1: Yeah, and so uh, for someone again who's gonna want to come in and run the ball, they're in they're in the top forty five in almost every rushing's category, and and okay, so that's like good. if it's
0: but out of like one hundred and twenty seven, right? Yeah, 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 oh yeah.
1: And it's like okay, if that's Ohio State, you are ready to like throw everything away, but at yeah. Illinois, that's that is that's, pretty that's solid.
0: A, that's a start. It's a start.
1: It is definitely, it's definitely a start. So I think it's going to be very interesting. Um, It's going to be very interesting. Um, The pick six preview, they actually have one of their offensive linemen as second team, all big 10, speaking of them having a good offensive line. Um, So I think it's going to be a start. I think it's going to be a good fit. There's definitely going to be some changes that has to be made, but I don't think it's going to be as drastic as some other places, right? Like some other places where you come and you rehaul everything and none of the players fit. I think, it's not entirely the identity but i do think there's going to be some pieces so i again we're not that far off but i could entirely i could see you being more correct in this than me just depending on how the games go Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so in the games we have them both losing to nebraska we have them both winning utsa then they play virginia that is a game that i have them losing but that is a game they could win honestly yep Yes, they could. Like, like Virginia is not – they're not great right now. And so if they if they show, you know, what we're, what we're saying they could show, and if at that point, third game of the season, they have that toughness, the offensive line is humming, they could win that game. They could make it ugly. Um, you have them winning at Maryland. I have them losing. Um, we talked a little bit about Maryland, but why do you have them – why do you think they're going to
0: win this game? Uh, again, I think – Illinois is going to run the ball, and I think it's not going to be a high scoring game, because because Illinois is probably going to run the ball a lot and control that clock, and that's why I think they're going to win that. It's going to be a close game. It's like that's what I'm saying. Like the Illinois Maryland type of teams, is, they, they're toss ups, but I think I think Illinois has the better coach and a little bit more talent.
1: I'm I'm not mad at that at all. They definitely have a better coach. I am not a Mike Loxley fan at all. Mm-mm. Like I, I know he got the hire from being with uh, with um Nick Saban and, and Alabama and that other kind of stuff. I, I just don't think he's the guy. Um, so whatever. a lot of people,
0: there's it's only been very few coaches that leave the Nick Saban coaching tree that continue to be successful. He's the same as Bill Belichick. Yeah,
1: exactly. But and and you know why? It's because they try to be him, Yeah, and it doesn't work. Like, yeah. you are not him. Like, you can take what you learned from him, but you are not him. Like, like everyone in Bill Belichick's tree tries to be tough and tries to be fake and tries to run man. It's like, but you don't have the corners to run man. No. Nope. You don't have the running backs to run. You don't have the quarterback to do that. Like, you're not building your team around your players. You're building – you're trying to force your players into a system And I think that's what happens a lot with Nick Saban disciples. I think that happens a lot with, and I know for a fact it happens with Bill Belichick disciples. Was why none of them work in the NFL. The only one that's working is Flores from in Miami.
0: Yeah,
1: and he's not super super successful. But Miami, Miami Miami was like they. We're not even supposed to be talking about the NFL. Regardless, (laughs) Miami had a winning record and should have been in the playoffs, and they lost. And like the weirdest year ever. Yeah. Like they added an extra playoff team and still lost. And they were it was sixteen games. They were what nine and nine and six or something like
0: that. Something like that. They had that. a good um, team.
1: They were nine and six or ten they they had a good, they were ten and nine and seven or ten and six. And literally if one thing shook out a different way, they would have made the playoffs. With Tua as their quarterback. And I don't think Tua's a good
0: quarterback. Not in NF. I think they went ten and six last year.
1: Yeah, ten. Is, they should ten and six. Washington football team was in the playoffs at like four and eleven.
0: We're not even going. Like, okay. we, yeah. to. let's not on. go because <laughs> you, you you already know how I feel about that terrible division.
1: <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna move on. So, but to your point though, the difference in our schedules. I you have them winning at Maryland. I have them losing. You have yeah. them winning at Rutgers. I have them losing. Those are those are both fifty fifty games. They could win, win both games. of them, be five and seven, like you said. They could lose both of them, be three and nine, like I said.
0: Yeah,
1: you know it could really go either way. I mean, if they win both of them, like you say, and then beat Virginia, which is possible, they're six and six, and they're a bowl team. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah
0: that's what I'm saying. Like if if they if they get into a bowl game and win it, don't be surprised. Is what I, that's all I'm saying. I, I would take that. I, I their first year six and six. I would take it. There's other things that's happened, especially in the big teams, big team where they've gotten a new coach team, won 11 games. What do you just said there about Minnesota, right? Yeah. So.
1: I mean, the other thing, though, uh, in 2019, they did win six games. And that was with Lovey, And Brett was a better coach than Lovey. So if you yeah. take out the pandemic, which we are for a lot of te- – also last year in the pandemic, listen to the teams that they played. They played Penn State, Northwestern, Iowa, Minnesota, Purdue, and Wisconsin.
0: That's not fair.
1: Who were they supposed to be outside of Purdue? Like realistically, who were they supposed to be? So like this team could be better than we're giving credit for because in 2019 they won six games and they beat Wisconsin
0: at that. Yeah, it just it just looks like because you if they you could put a 41 on Nebraska last year. Yeah, you you. Good coaching could turn your school around, turn that program around immediately.
1: Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick with my three and nine because I, I still do think they're a year away. Uh but I again I am not gonna be surprised. Like this again, like just like you said with the last team, this might be the team that has me in a Michigan jersey. Yeah. Like this this might be the team that has me in a Michigan jersey. Um so finishing out their schedule, we have them both winning at Purdue and Charlotte, both losing at Wisconsin, then they go on a bye. We both have them losing at Penn State. As I already mentioned, you have them beating records. I have them losing. We both have them losing at Minnesota. Then they get a second bye because that Nebraska game is actually a week zero game. They play literally less than a month from the day we're recording. They play on yeah, August a, 28th. Yeah. And then they is that finish. a Friday? I think so. No, it's a Saturday. It's a is Saturday. it a Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they get technically two buys because they're playing a week earlier than everyone. And then they finish with Iowa and Northwestern, which are both losses. That has them at 3-9 and nine for me, 5-7 and seven for Dante. But this is a team I, I'm excited to watch. Like, of all the teams that we have in this low in this low division, I think this, this one in Maryland are the ones I'm most excited to watch. Um, just because, again, I think Maryland's going to have a good offense. But this is a team I think that's going to make – like, they're going to play Big Ten football. And yep. they're going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be hard to be if they, anything
0: can happen. I, I I only see them being blown out if blown out twice. And that might be like Wisconsin or um uh actually just Wisconsin. Yeah. Because uh, I was not I don't think I was gonna blow Maybe up. Penn State, but I see the thing is Penn State, I Penn State's very inconsistent. Yes. From what from past. So that's why it's like maybe like there's a there's a chance Penn State comes out and put up 50. And then there's a chance that they will put up 30 and look terrible but get the W.
1: Yeah. Or and then there's a chance that this is like a 21 to 17 game where like both teams just look like trash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so so on to our last team in tier 4. This is another team that you're higher on than I am. I think they're going to be absolute dog crap and you think they're going to be Decent? I mean, I wouldn't say you think they're gonna be good. They're still in the bottom tier, but you think they're gonna be decent. And the team that we're talking about is Michigan State. Um, Michigan State has a has a relatively new head coach in Mel Tucker. If I remember correctly, Mel Tucker is also a Nick Saban guy. Um
0: let me see. I think so. I I think so. It sounds familiar. He just sounds like he's a he's a Nick Saban guy.
1: Which means he's not going to be successful. Why was going to be uh, yeah? That means we're not going to be successful.
0: I, um, uh, I can't. I can't find it, but I think yeah. I think I think he is a, a Nick Saban coach entry. Yeah, which may, yeah. It, and now I understand why you have them being so terrible. <laughs> I, I get that now. I I think because the thing is, is like Michigan State plays. They're the bigger names in the Big Ten, very, very well. Even while being terrible, true. They, I think, a few years ago they were bad, but beat Michigan and beat them.
1: Yeah, that I think you're talking about 2017. Well, they beat Michigan last year. (laughs) They beat them last year,
0: and they weren't even that good last
1: year. No, they were they were dog crap. They were two and five. Yeah, see. But it's funny, they were two and five and they beat Michigan and Northwestern, but lost to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Also, their schedule last year, these teams, who were they supposed to beat? They played Penn State, Ohio State, Indiana, Iowa, Northwestern, and Michigan, and <laughs> Rutgers. They also played Rutgers, but like that's what well, they were supposed to beat Rutgers yeah, they and lost probably Rutgers.
0: Northwestern. I mean. But like Northwestern went to the Big Ten championship last yeah. year. But that's the thing, I, I didn't expect that. I, I feel like probably a lot of people did. I didn't expect Northwestern yeah. being that good. So. It didn't
1: surprise me because Northwestern is good like every other or every third year. And this was just mm-hmm. their year to be good. I don't think – I think once – I didn't think Northwestern was going to be that good this year. And we'll get to them in a later episode. I think they're a little bit better than I thought they were going to be. Just be, like I thought they were going to lose more players. But – like they lost a lot of players, so I thought they were gonna be bad, but I think I have them a little bit higher than I thought. So this is interesting. Again, shout out to Pick Six previews. Um Michigan State lost twenty-seven players in the transfer yeah. portal, and they they brought in eighteen.
0: Uh, so um, so it's a net loss of nine.
1: Yeah. And so like this, I mean this is very detailed. They had two power five starters, two non- AQ? I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Two non-AQ one. FBS starters, four Power 5 defensive backs, three top 150 recruits, and a Division three All-American. So, like, oh. they brought in some potentially good players. And I think, again, that's why you hire him because the one thing that Nick Saban guys can do, they can recruit for the most part because they yeah. have ties to the South and recruiting in the SEC is ruthless. Yeah. But it doesn't translate to the field typically. And I I just don't know that I think that they're going to be good. Um and I think one of the other problems potentially with Mel Tucker is Michigan State was always at its best when they recruited Ohio guys.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think when you're yeah. getting these like for a while the Big 10 was getting coaches from the MAC And in the MAC, you recruit Ohio guys. You recruit from the Big Ten footprint. And I think when you start hiring these coaches from the South who are trying to get people from Florida, from Texas, from Georgia, from Arkansas, from Alabama to come up and play in the Big Ten, I just don't think you do that well. And I I don't know that he's going to recruit Ohio. I don't know that he's going to recruit Michigan. I don't know that he's going to recruit the players that have always made Michigan State successful.
0: And that's, uh, that's the one thing I do applaud Urban Meyer. When he was, um, when he was here for Ohio State, that he 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 do that like yeah, I can bring people from Florida and stuff, but I gotta get Michigan, Ohio, uh, Indiana. I gotta bring those players here, and like that was, that's I gotta applaud him for that. To, to yeah, like I'm just... gonna bring
1: those players, but I'm gonna I, but I'm gonna supplement them with guys from the South, mm-hmm. and he did that, and he did it well, um. I just, I don't know. I mean, it's early. This is only Mel Tucker's second season. Yeah. So you, you can't entirely write them off. Um, but I just don't, I'm, I'm not, if I was a betting person, and you can't bet in Ohio yet legally, but if I was a betting person, I would bet that he gets fired or he leaves before he turns them around. He will
0: leave before he turns them around.
1: Which is wild because whether you think they deserve to be there or not, they were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like they were a playoff team. And it really wasn't that long ago because we haven't had the playoff that long ago.
0: And oh, now- no, at, he is not. He is not from uh, under Nick Saban. Really? No, he uh, was the uh, DB coach for Georgia from uh, 2016 to 2018. And then um, was at Colorado. I remember that now. Was at Colorado for, at 2019. And I think he turned them around.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he was at he was at Colorado for a year and then took the the Michigan State job.
0: Yeah, and bounce, which has happened before with coaches.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, he was at Georgia. He's a he's a Nick Saban guy. (laughs) Like, like oh
0: wow, he's from Cleveland,
1: really? Yeah. If he doesn't recruit Ohio, he deserves to be fired.
0: Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta be able to. Especially Cleveland, you got to be able to p- pull that out if you behind. Like,
1: really- what are you talking about? And that's the one thing, like the like the one area that Ohio State, especially not anymore. Ohio State doesn't recruit Northeast Ohio that great anymore. Nope. Like, mm. you see players from Cleveland and from Matt. Like, literally. On another Land Grant Holy Land podcast, we're talking about it. There's a five-star defensive end from Cleveland or in that area that committed to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Like, Ohio State. And part of it is, like, Northeast Ohio has kind of, since we were in high school, they haven't been as good. Like, the recruits haven't been as good. Like, when we were in high school, I'm sure you know someone that personally that played at Ohio State. Or at least no, uh, I know, a, I know a couple. I know people. a
0: few. I know a few. Uh, I I, I played against Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, in high school. So like they back then they we had there were a better recruiting class in the Northeast Ohio, and I think it's turning around now. Yeah, I think a lot of people want to play football again in Northeast Ohio instead of just playing basketball because mm-hmm. that's where it was turning into. But which is
1: why I remember seeing like high basketball crews from like. Northeast Ohio, and I'm like, since when do people play basketball up here?
0: Yep. Like, no, it just we basketball had basketball town
1: now. We had Costa Kufas and CJ McCullough, and that's it. We've never had good basketball players and LeBron, but like, you. yeah, that is Northeast.
0: Yeah, I forgot Akron is Northeast. Yeah, we,
1: gets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's from Cleveland. If he doesn't recruit Ohio, he doesn't deserve this job, especially because especially it's Michigan State Marion, because there's
0: Marion, you can. Uh, recruit. Um, Saint Vincent, Saint Mary, yeah. Like, there's a lot of schools, especially it's, Cleveland. You got yeah, Glenville, especially because
1: it's harder to recruit in Cincinnati now because of Luke Farrell. You know, and 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 Ohio State, like Cincinnati and Ohio State are probably gonna get the best players in Cincinnati, but Northeast Ohio is just there for the taking. Like, it's literally like it's literally just there for the taking because and, you can
0: because if uh, especially if Ohio State's not recruiting Glenville anymore, here you go.
1: Get the – and literally, like, especially again, I keep saying especially at Michigan State, but it's true. Because you remember watching the games and literally for the whole three-hour game, they're just listing 20 people on the roster who are from Ohio. Mm -hmm. And it got annoying sometimes. Like, oh, this person's from Ohio. He has a chip on his shoulder. Uh, But it's true because they all wanted to go to Ohio State, and they didn't get a scholarship, and they went to Michigan State, and they literally thrived. They lived for beating Michigan and Ohio State, mm-hmm. and they beat them sometimes.
0: And, like, and then, and also, which, which is a really good selling point to either go to either Michigan or Michigan State. That's why I think Nick uh, the, the, the Harbaugh is an idiot because because it's uh it's in state tuition for Ohio kids in Michigan. Is it? Yes, I didn't know that. Yes, you get in state tuition. They don't get it here, but we get it there. Because they want people to go to their schools so michigan state michigan all those schools there um you get in-state tuition so that should be also that should that should help as well because then if you are a good name a decent name making money off your name tuition ain't that yeah ain't a problem
1: that that's just even more reason that this is disgusting um i don't know i i I liked when Michigan State was good. I liked when Jim Harbaugh first started, and
0: he was zero six against Ohio State and Michigan State. Like
1: he was losing to both like of they them,
0: getting beat up by both. Yeah. and that's why I'm saying, like, that's why I think Michigan State might be okay because they play, they love, they love and oh, they hate those two schools, love to play them.
1: Yeah, I just don't think and I hope that I'm wrong, especially because like, like like I love to root for black head coaches. I do because they don't get a whole lot of opportunities. And that's why I feel bad like crapping on Mike Loxley and Mel Tucker because they're both African-American head coaches. They're in the Big Ten. This is, you know, for both of them, probably the biggest job. But I just don't think they're good coaches. I, I really just don't. And, and it, it's
0: and it's some, some and it's okay. It's really okay to say that. Like right. like it's it's fine to cheer to root for them, but you got to be objective about it. And exactly. if they're not good coaches, they're not good coaches. I don't
1: I don't think they're good
0: coaches. It, it, I I don't want to bring basketball, but Doc Rivers love him, love to cheer for him, but I don't think he's as good as people try to act not, like he is. He's not a
1: good coach. He's like, not, and that is just what it is. Yeah. And we're seeing that. So. um I I think, and a lot of people, especially with like conference realignment and all this other kind of stuff, the Big Ten is losing a little bit of its shine. Ohio State's keeping it. But the reason it's losing a little bit of its shine is these programs that are typically really good aren't good no more. Like Michigan State was good for nine wins and beating someone in the SEC, Pac-12, or ACC in a bowl game. And until they get back to that, I think people are going to look a little sideways at the Big Ten. And I just don't think that Mel Tucker's the
0: coach to bring them back. Yeah, I I do. The Big Ten will probably never fail, but it will become boring when it's just oh, it's gonna be Ohio State. Like the only team, like especially this year, we 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 know. Like I I I don't think I don't think anyone's really gonna give no. Ohio State a scare at all, and that's not that's not fun all the time.
1: But see, here's the thing though. I don't think they have to give Ohio State a scare because most people don't care about the ins and outs of, of the conference. I think the Big Ten just needs to get like the SEC. No one in the SEC gives Alabama a scare, but they give everyone else a scare. I don't
0: know Auburn. Auburn gives them a scare. Georgia gives them a scare. Georgia's okay. always consistently but like,
1: good. We have Georgia. It's Penn State. Penn State is the Big Ten's Georgia. Like, like they're the team that that's they're, they're this, or or Wisconsin, one of the two. Okay, like okay. they're the team who's yeah. always good and just can't get over the hump. Like we have that, but like we don't have the like we don't have like the LSU. We don't have the team who's always at nine games and one year is going to be like once every three or four yeah. years going to well, be a national I mean, title Georgia,
0: contender. Dude, but that's what I'm saying, Georgia. That's why I, I can't give you that with the Georgia comparison because there's been times where Georgia has knocked Alabama out. True. Like yeah, you you're not even getting into the championship game because of us, yeah. And then go lose the championship game. Well, Michigan
1: State did that once, but so but that but that's I I agree. I I, I but I the I, the point that I'm trying to make is like. I don't think I don't think it's boring to have a consistent winner at the top. I think it's boring when you don't have two through like eight who are good and beating each other up. Like like that's the thing that the SEC has. The SEC is going to have Alabama I'm gonna go 12 and 0. But then they're going to have a bunch of 11 and 1, 10 and 2, 9 and 3 teams. That's true. That and that's true. where the Big 10 doesn't have. We're going through the schedule. The Big te- We have what? Maybe three teams we think are going to have more than nine wins, and then everyone else is like seven and seven and five, like that kind of stuff. Like it's the middle that's not that good, and the bottom of the SEC is garbage. But I think they just have a little bit more at the top. But also, the Big Ten is still better than the ACC. The S- ACC has nothing.
0: They yeah. have nothing. They they really only got Clemson. So because North Carolina UNC. UNC is still on the come up, right? Duke is on their way. I don't think there'll ever be enough, though. Who else is in the ACC?
1: Florida State, who was good, and then literally Used to fell. Be good. The, those Jameis just... Winston allegations ruined them. Yeah, and that's a that's a terrible joke because that's serious. But he they won a championship. He had those allegations, and then Florida State disappeared.
0: It's just been and he just since. went off to the NFL, like because Spurrier left too, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: like um they have nothing and then the Pac-12 they have a bunch of they have great meat in the middle but they don't have the top team so the big ten like they have a they, like the Pac-12 is always tough they're going to have a bunch of teams that are like nine and
0: Stanford Oregon and all of them right? Yeah. Right. yeah yeah and yeah, so they're yeah.
1: going to have a bunch of teams that are not 10 and 2 9 and 3 but they don't have that top team who's going to get into the playoffs so like the it big ten it used to be
0: Stanford huh it used to be Stanford yeah
1: and Oregon but Oregon always has a bad loss Mm-hmm. they always have a bad loss or two. So I think the Big Ten is fine. I still teachers. think they're the second-best conference, and I think they're going to stay that way. I just think they're going to be better when you get Michigan State from five wins to eight, when mm-hmm. you keep Indiana at nine or ten, when you Michigan, get Penn you State have, to ten and, or eleven.
0: And then you have to have I, – I, honestly, Michigan has to, literally has to be good. I'm
1: – I'm the biggest Ohio State fan ever, but for the sake of this podcast and just for being honest, Michigan has to beat Ohio State.
0: It has to. It has to. And maybe not beat – well, yeah, get a win or two, but you have to scare them. It can't be a mollywop where you think it's going to be a good game and then you get –
1: Beat. we I, need more of the 2016 where it was did he get it or not like did jt barrett actually get the first down or not yeah like, it yeah. can't be 67 it to has to
0: be close like y'all have to put up a fight there's been too many times especially in this Harbaugh era where it's like he 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 talks that big game and then they don't even look like they're ready to play them yeah
1: no they they're absolutely terrible um so let, let's get to the schedule because we're over an hour and these are the worst yeah, teams can. in the big 10 so um <laughs> so we have i have them at three and nine you have them at five and seven so it's literally the same thing uh you have them a little bit higher than i do um we both have them losing to oh wait this is no i are didn't switch asked? teams you know, Michigan State, I'm, right? I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, literally yeah, on the same thing. I was oh, like, yeah, wait. no,
0: because you have got them at 2 and 10. I was like, I, wait, yeah.
1: what? <laughs> I have so I'm lower on them than you are. We both have them losing to Northwestern. We both have them winning at Youngstown State, losing at Miami, losing at Nebraska, and winning at Western Kentucky. Then we both have them losing to Rutgers and in Indiana. So we both have them starting out the season 2 and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 2 and 5. five. 2 and 5, yeah. I just have them losing their last like five games, and you have them winning three. So you have them beating Michigan. I need
0: to hear that. So uh, oh, I have Michigan beating Michigan State because that's what we were talking about. Michigan State. So I have them losing to Michigan. No, you have. Am I? I'm on Michigan State, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, I have them beating Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. 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 Um, I there's so. There's something in me that thinks there's there's a chance that Michigan could win eight games and look like a respectable team, and then there's a chance that I see Michigan losing to teams that they shouldn't, and I mean losing badly. And can, Michigan State's one of those teams. I can see it.
1: Rivalry games are weird.
0: Yeah, all the time. And Michigan is always always poops the bed in a rivalry game. Yeah. For real. So yeah.
1: especially under Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. that's. That's fair. I could see that. I I I could see that being a team that they win. I have them as it as a loss, but again, this could be the game that has me in a Michigan jersey. Um,
0: Like I just, I nothing in the past. How long he been there? Four or five years now.
1: It's yeah.
0: Yeah, nothing in those past four or five years has got me to go like Michigan should beat Michigan State. No. Nothing about it. <laughs> no. Nothing. Yeah, nothing at all.
1: Uh, so you have them beating Purdue. I have them losing to Purdue. And and we've already talked about that because we talked about Purdue. Uh, I think this is a game where their off- Purdue's offense is going to be pretty solid. Right. Um, like you mentioned, there's going to be a lot of bad defense, and this is one of those games. And I just think that Purdue is going to have a better defense. But, again, this is a game that could go either way. There's a lot of toss-ups with these bottom teams. So there, I don't think there's much of a difference between two and ten and five and seven because they're playing like they don't have a they don't have a tough schedule. Like some of the ones we were reading, like they're playing the top of the Big Ten, they're not playing the top of the Big Ten. So in reality, they could win some of these
0: games. You, they, you um, only see the top at the end of the schedule.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I, there's a chance. I just I'm just not that high on them. Um, so you have you also have them beating Maryland. I have them losing to Maryland for the same exact reason. I have them losing to Purdue. I think Maryland's gonna have a better offense.
0: Yeah, I I, and I can see that happening. I do. I, I but I my thing is like I think I kind of believe in Michigan State more. I think they're gonna have a little bit more talent, just overall. Like so games like that is where like special teams come into play. Yep. And I can see like missed field goals because of Purdue, Purdue, uh, Purdue or Maryland. And that'd be like the reason why they lose those games. Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: Either way, I think both those games are going to be close. Those are real like, those are going to be either like a 17 14 or like a 35 31. Like, they're either both going to have a really bad offensive day or they're both going to have a really good offensive day. I don't think this is a game that is a blowout. No matter no. which way it goes, I don't think it's a blowout.
0: Yeah if 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 one of those games turn into a blowout, I'm gonna be shocked. Like oh. I'm really, really shocked.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, and then the last two games are actually blowouts. It's yeah. Ohio State yes. and Penn State.
0: Yeah, I I think, especially that Ohio State game. I think Ohio State's gonna, especially in these rivalry games. I think they're just gonna run over steamroll these these teams just to make a point especially because of last year
1: yeah this is not this is not football related but ugh, the lakers and wizards actually traded for russell westbrook
0: <laughs> it's official <laughs> hey you know what's gonna be crazy so like, what's gonna uh, happen is right and i know we probably shouldn't be talking about this but they're gonna <laughs> People are gonna say that's a this this the this the uh, favorite when they're not they're really not the favorite. <laughs> but it, I'm a Lakers fan, fan fan guys been a Lakers fan since I was born, and people are gonna say like now nah, they're the, they're they're the team to beat when they were already saying that before because they got Schroeder and stuff. <laughs> so oh, so now you put Westbury and they're gonna keep saying that. And then when the team when we go. When we end up in the playoffs, that's like the fifth seed. It's gonna be all because Rex was terrible, and it's like, well, Duh. yeah, like yeah, he. It, this is a terrible fit, but okay, you know, yeah. names, whatever. money, <laughs> whatever.
1: All right, so as as you all know by now, this is the i seventy the i seventy football show, and when you're on a very long road trip. You make pit stops. You stop out. You stop at the rest stop. You you stop to use the bathroom, grab some food, whatever. So our, our last segment we call the pit stop. Uh, the pit stop is a segment where we we take a break from the Big Ten and we talk about anything else, any anything other sports, um, any other teams that aren't in the Big Ten. Um, we we this is a chance to bring them up. So our first pit stop, you know what we have to talk about. We have to talk about uh, realignment. Um, my my pit stop is that Texas A&M has no stones, and they voted yes for Texas and OU. You know, we we knew that the SEC, we knew that Texas and Oklahoma was going to go to the SEC at, at this point. But by, especially by the time this show comes out, and we're recording on Thursday, we already knew that it was going to happen. But Texas A&M made all this stuff about wanting to be the only team, and they didn't want them in there, and all this other kind of stuff. And the SEC only needed eleven out of out of fourteen votes, so you could have voted no. So I just feel like voting unanimously and voting to agree. You just don't. You like you don't stand on what you're talking about. Like, what was the point of even complaining? What was the point of releasing the like? And Texas A and M is the one who leaked the news. What was the point of leaking the news? Wait, what,
0: wait. Yeah, you didn't what? know that it was Texas. No. A,
1: Texas A and M leaked the news right before media days.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then like yeah, what were you complaining about?
1: Like, what is the point? They release, they release, like literally, they released, like talking about. We this we moved to the SEC to be the only team in Texas, and we wanted to stand apart. And they were literally talking about like we're going to have a meeting with our board of regents and our lawyers to think about next steps and to see like breach of contract with the SEC, just like all this stupid stuff for them to vote yes. And I, I get it; it doesn't matter. Maybe you're listening, thinking like, why do I care about this? There's so much better things to talk about. But why complain about it if you're not gonna if you're not gonna throw that no vote?
0: Yeah, I. It's just crying wolf, wolf at that Light. point. Like you're, yeah. you're just upset about nothing. And I I don't know. I, it's – in my eyes, I thought Oklahoma should have been in the SEC before Texas A&M anyway. So, I'm okay with that one. I don't know why Texas A&M wanted to be the only Texas team in the SEC.
1: Because it gives them a slight advantage. Because In
0: have, what? Well,
1: it gives them an advantage in recruiting. Because, like, for okay. their, especially in the South – there are people who like really think the SEC is important, and so mm-hmm. when you go to them and you say you're from Texas, you can stay in Texas, but you can play for the SEC. SEC. Yeah, it gives them a little bit of a bump, and and, and like literally, if you want to go through the recruiting classes and all that other kind of stuff, they have had a little bit of a bump. They have been better since
0: they've been in, in the it, SEC. Okay, and which is fine, but it's like. Has Texas been consistently good enough to even scare you in that regard? No,
1: <laughs> it really shouldn't matter. You should you should take joy in beating up on Texas every year instead of avoiding yeah. them. Yeah, that's, that's a. And very now they're in
0: your conference. like yeah.
1: that's a, that's another good point. Like you look scared. Like you look scared. Like you you're like scared. the little brother who who left. Now I'm
0: and, now I'm rooting for Texas. Yeah, every time they play at uh, Texas A and M, right? Because yeah. because you you look like a –
1: <laughs> yeah, like like you know, you know, like all the movies and shows or whatever, like the little brother leaves and he has his own family, he's like real cool, and then his big brother comes and he turns like he turns soft and he's getting like bullied and everything. Like that's how you look. Like you look like you're the little brother and you left home and you're all big and tough, and then you go home for Thanksgiving, and big bad big bro, Texas is there, and he's making you get his water and like embarrassing you in front of your girlfriend. Like I just think like, yeah, whatever. I just think that was stupid. <laughs> To yeah. make all that complaining and then vote when it didn't need to be unanimous. It could have been thirteen and one, and you could have made your little. You could stand on your ground. Yeah, like whatever little statement that makes, you could have at least said, "We are not for this."
0: Yeah, and uh, that's that's hilarious, yeah. especially since they leaked the news. Like, hey guys, we voted for them too. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, childish. What, what what is your pit stop?
0: My pit stop is the Big Twelve going forward, because now you're losing. Your big names, it, it, you have nothing. <laughs> yeah, you literally have nothing, and that's 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 kind of scary for that conference. Because now, at least with the Big Twelve, you had Texas, and that would keep you from thinking, "Well, the Big Twelve is just the ACC." But now you're the ACC. Like no one cares. Like right? because what, what we were just looking at this earlier, right? Yep. Who do they got? They have Iowa State,
1: (laughs) Oklahoma State, Kansas. Kansas
0: State? I don't think Kansas State is in there.
1: Okay, who is Kansas State with? Either way, they have Kansas, West Virginia, Texas
0: Tech. That's it, West Virginia and Texas Tech. TCU. And TCU. And TCU was good. I mean, TCU is kind of consistent.
1: But not anymore. They're bad now.
0: Oh well, then yeah,
1: and and West Virginia realistically needs to go to the ACC, mm-hmm. and the, and the ACC
0: would be stupid not to let so, them. Should Texas Tech, Texas Tech should go to the ACC. Really, I think so. Texas Tech has been consistently good because Texas Tech, I think two or three years ago was just in a bowl game. Yeah, um, they they they're competitive. I'm so.
1: I'm not against Texas Tech. I'm actually also a West Virginia graduate. I just say West Virginia should be in the ACC because they're literally in the footprint.
0: Like yep.
1: You're an yep. hour. You're an hour and fifteen minutes away from Pittsburgh, and you don't play them, but you're flying seven hours to go play in Texas. Yeah, that doesn't disgusting. make any
0: sense. Doesn't make any sense. So, especially if you're not even getting, especially since what the I, the Big Twelve don't have their own network, so you're not getting that type of money. Yeah, it's. I I don't know why you're spending all that to go to play them where you could just go to the ACC.
1: Exactly. And that's the thing that people talk about. Like we're a football show, right? Well, we're going to talk about basketball when we get, but like we talk about the big two sports, but the other, the Olympic sports matter too. And it's different taking a football team to Texas, but like taking your volleyball team to Texas, you're not flying a private jet for your volleyball team. So what are you doing? Riding a bus from West Virginia to Texas or riding or riding um, public Airports and like it's bad. It's
0: just stupid. in Texas. In Texas, is a volleyball, uh, they play the softball and volleyball state too. Because yeah. they, they like they, this, is a sports state, let's yeah. be real. But yeah, so it's like, I don't get it. I right, West Virginia, who else is over all the way over here? They gotta come all the way. West
1: Virginia is definitely the furthest,
0: yeah. Um, oh.
1: but even still, like there are teams in Texas that are eight hours away from each other,
0: yeah, and that's outrageous.
1: So you're like. How far are you away from Texas Tech or TCU? Like, whichever one is closer to the New Mexico border, how far away are you from that? It's got to be 14 hours, which is, if it's 14-hour drive, it's a, a six-hour plane ride, four hour whatever it is. It's ridiculous. So it is going to be interesting. We are not a Big 12 podcast, but it's going to be not. interesting, especially because people think that they may add some teams to the Big 10. Um, so as we wrap up,
0: do you think oh, you're right. Kansas State is, is It is Kansas State. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who who should probably leave as well?
1: I don't know who wants them, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but at...
0: Baylor. Like, I just, and nobody yeah.
1: wants Baylor. Too many se- like like no joke. Just too like too many sexual too many assault sexually, allegations. Yeah, too nobody many.
0: wants Baylor. <laughs> like I'm f- surprised they still got a football team. If we be yeah, and basketball, yeah. like, I'm
1: surprised they have sports. I'm surprised. Like yeah. If the NCAA, like I am I don't advocate for the NCAA, but if the NCAA actually had any power at all anymore, Baylor would not still be a team. They would not still have a football team.
0: It shouldn't they really shouldn't have a football and that's how you know that that, that also just shows how incompetent the NCAA is
1: you're, 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 you're getting people for selling paraphernalia memorabilia for tattoos, but you can't get nobody for sexually assaulting it. A, a ridiculous amount of women yeah
0: like it, it wouldn't the coaches still there after that came out the coaches and stuff for a still while, there, yeah. For a while. Yeah. yeah i don't yeah you're just proving yourself to be a worthless organization but well, we already feel that way about the NCAA <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so so that 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 is our pit stop for the week uh, we want to thank you for listening to the first episode of i-70 um this is gonna be fun we're gonna be here every week we're gonna go through all the Big Ten teams and then we're gonna get to the season Uh, it's gonna be four episodes and then we're into the season so it's it's gonna be great we thank you for being along for the ride Uh, so thank you for traveling I-70 with us this week if you enjoy this episode leave us a five star review mention Dante and I uh, mention I-70 come up with any cool puns that you have for taking a road trip we want all of that Uh, and you can find me
0: huh I was disagreeing. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can find me on Twitter at JordanW330. Uh, Dante, where can they find you at?
0: They can find me on Twitter at uh, DanteM10216. So, and uh, follow me on Twitch, the underscore prodigy. Because, you know, sometimes I play games. Sometimes. Sometimes. Really sometimes. <laughs> All right.